nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another weekend short of the Zika Health Show. This is weight management expert, Narado Zico Powell. This weekend, I'm going to quickly talk about OMAD. Someone approached me recently and asked about it because they were thinking about going on the OMAD diet. And I like a lot of times when I come up with these shorts, it's usually from a question or someone who approached me. And I wanted to talk about the benefits that OMAD could bring and some of the possible downsides to it. So if you do decide to go on this diet or this style of eating that you are aware. And remember, before making any dietary changes, though, I said dietary changes, make sure to consult a medical professional or a a nutrition or dietary professional. But before I begin this episode, I want to quickly talk about the Zika recommendation page, where I have products that I've recommended for health, fitness, and fat loss, along with my wonderful discount code. The link is in the show notes. And of course, in the description of the podcast. But with that being said, let's talk about OMAD. First of all, we have to know what it is. See, according to WebMD, it is the one meal a day diet or OMAD diet, right? Claims to help you lose weight by forcing your body to burn fat. It's a type of intermittent fasting which alternates between periods throughout the day in which you can eat anything and periods that you don't really eat at all. It's particularly strict because you really don't eat for sometimes up to 23 hours, and then you consume all your calories in one meal or so. Now, this is how it works. See, like other kinds of intermittent fasting, eating one meal a day is a way of or supposedly is a way of manipulating how your body finds and uses fuel. So it sounds amazing, right? But there's more. Because when you eat in a more traditional sense, your energy comes from the food that you eat. But when you don't eat in extended periods of time, your body produces less insulin. And your cells need energy for fuel. So your fat cells release energy to compensate. So again, this does sound amazing, right? You're like, okay, I don't, I'm not using food as much energy. My body is breaking down its own fat. That's the idea behind it. And for this to happen, you have to avoid eating for long periods so that your insulin levels drop. That's the idea behind OMAD, by the way. Not saying you should or shouldn't do it, just giving you a general rundown. So this is saying that when you don't eat for extended period of time, your body breaks down its own body fat for energy. So think about that. And that's where people can go on OMAD diet and lose weight, right? And this honestly can be beneficial. But the next question is, does this always happen? See, also, although research 
has associated fasting and calorie restriction with a variety of health benefits. There's also evidence that suggests that restricting too much, which can include only consuming one meal a day, may do more harm than good. And this is why I want you to pause and think. This is why I showed you the good side and the bad side. Because the study suggests that this extreme restriction may lead to increased total and LDL cholesterol and higher blood levels, like blood pressure levels, compared to normal eating patterns or less extreme fasting methods. Now, I want to stop there and talk about why that could possibly be. And it's possibly connected to adrenaline because especially if your body is not accustomed to that kind of eating and it's not used to breaking out its own fat, oftentimes when you stress your body like that, it actually creates excess adrenaline, which then creates a stress response of cortisol, which keeps your cortisol levels high, which can possibly then raise your blood pressure. That's something to pay very, very close attention to because you're, when you're eating and you're restricting your body that much, you are really causing your body to be under a stress response. So pay very close attention to that. See, other studies have shown that eating one meal per day may increase fasting blood sugar levels as well, which again, raising cortisol, right? Think about that, which delay the body's response to insulin and increase levels of the appetite-stimulating hormone ghrelin. Now, we can work the other way as well. I want to be clear on that that eventually, especially over time, especially if your metabolism is flexible, you know, I've talked a lot about being having a flexible metabolism, that you can actually, um, your body may even produce less ghrelin over time doing, doing fast. That's very important, but there are proper ways to do it. Not saying OMAD is not proper, but there are other ways to do it where you can gradually build to that level. And studies have shown that. Now, for some people, they can go on OMAD and do perfectly fine, but that's not for everyone. And I want you to be very mindful if you're thinking about going on this type of eating habit. In addition to these potential adverse effects, eating one meal a day can lead to symptoms like nausea, dizziness, irritability, low energy, and constipation. And again, these habits are more prevalent in the beginning stages. So you feel these in the beginning, you may want to stop and think about making some adjustments. If you're doing just fine, that's one thing. I think the record, someone in, I think it was Japan or China, I believe, fasted for over a year and lost a lot of weight. But I don't really recommend that for everyone, especially as uh, someone who studies and practices weight management, but it is possible. But what's more, it, it can be very difficult to take enough nutrients in one meal. That's something else I want you to think about too. And which, of course, can lead to nutrient deficiencies. And we know that can negatively impact your health and can lead to serious health risks. Now, these may be worse for individuals who are not metabolically flexible and are insulin resistant, or let's say diabetic, especially type 2 diabetics. So, again, that's why it's important to speak to a dietary professional or medical professional before you're making any dietary changes, but specifically one that is this restrictive. You may, you may think that not eating, you are forcing your body to burn fat. But if you have a sugar metabolism, which means your body isn't capable, or no, say, let me say that again, not saying not capable, that's what I put in my notes, but in really I meant is, is not as efficient at burning fat, either from food or its own body fat, you're likely to have low blood sugar. In the beginning, you may have high blood sugar because your body's trying to burn um, 
break down as much as it can to give you use all the glycogen it possibly can, but eventually it may even have low blood sugar because your body is struggling to break down the fat that it has to create glucose. And this is why individuals who are not metabolically flexible, when they do go on these type of diets or high fat diets and very low carb, they have brain fog because our brain primarily uses glucose, even though it can use ketones as well. But you have to, again, break that barrier to get to that point where your body is running on that backup mode. And in meaning OMAD, do it properly, you're going to be in ketosis because your body won't have a choice but to break down its own fat because um, it won't have any glycogen left to really use, right? Because your muscles and your liver is all used up within probably a few days or less. So again, I'm not saying nomad is bad, but again, I want you to think about these things before you make any changes. But to be 100% honest, the only situation where I see OMAD as beneficial is if you are metabolically flexible, you are producing ketones without any issues, and you're only doing it as a temporary approach. I am a fan of doing temporary changes for to so your metabolism can adjust. It's kind of like training. I don't train the same way all the time. Sometimes I run three miles. Sometimes I do sprints. Sometimes I do high intensity work. Sometimes I, I lift as heavy as I possibly can. Sometimes I do high reps because I'm challenging my body in different ways. And that's what keeps me flexible in my training and also in my nutrition. So I, for example, if I decided to, would be a good candidate for OMAD for a short period of time. But again, only for a short period of time, like maybe a few weeks or so. Because I cycle ketosis, and that would be a, a method of helping me to get to ketosis even faster. And when I say I cycle ketosis, maybe twice a year, I go on keto diet. And that's at specific times of the year for a specific reason, because I know how my body operates. And also, we don't eat the same way because my activity level is not the same all year round. And that's why I, so I make adjustments so my body can eat the way it's supposed to eat for that period of my life. And that's the one of the reasons why I'm so metabolically flexible. My lumen score is 19 out of 21, and it keeps growing. It fell a little bit when I went to Jamaica, but meaning that my met flexibility, flexibility of my metabolism is, only is over 90%, which I'm working towards getting it to 21. So think about this. And by the way, if you're not familiar with lumen, I've talked about it in many of my episodes. Click on the Zika recommendation, Zika recommendation page. Check out Lumen, their website, lumen.me. You also use the code Zika Health to get 10% off, but it's a fantastic tool to train your metabolism to become flexible. So before you just, you're thinking about doing OMAD in a very restrictive diet, think about using Lumen instead. And one of the benefits of using Lumen is that their nutritionists, their certified nutritionists, can give, will give you guidance on how to eat so your metabolism can become more flexible. So you're burning fat for fuel and cars of fuel. And then if you have questions, or if you're just not sure about things, you can reach out to them, they will help you as well. Or in the group that we have of around 24,000 people, where, where I'll say we have, because it's not my product, but the group of about 24,000 people where they ask questions, and I sometimes help as well. But again, before making any dietary changes, especially highly restrictive dietary changes, please consult a medical or a dietary professional. And with that being said, Crush the weekend, fam. Thanks for listening to the Zico Health Show. If you got good quality content out of this or any of my episodes, save, subscribe, 
and share it with family, friends, co-workers, or anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.